Hi, welcome to Heart of the South Outdoors podcast. In this podcast, you'll hear us talk about hunting, fishing, the outdoors, and great food. I'm your host, Bo Sanders, and joining me is your co-host, Zach Fish. Alright, well here we are again for episode 3, and this is the podcast that we're talking about the equipment that we use. Um, We use a whole lot of equipment, from archery gear to rifles, shotguns. We use pretty much what works and what we've had. We don't have any kind of sponsors or anything like that. So we just use what works. Camouflage, we use what we have. There's nothing fancy about our camouflage. It's just the basic camouflage that you can find at Walmart most of the time. But then again, we do have some name brand stuff. So starting off, we'll talk about camouflage. Camouflage is one of those things that most people have a committed brand that they stick to and they do not differ from that brand. I personally use, I have a mixture of Realtree, Mossy Oak, and maybe a little bit of True Timber. I just use what I, whatever the occasion calls for. Uh, mossy oak works better when there's more leaves on the trees. Real trees kind of a bearing pattern, so you can use that when there's not as many leaves on the trees. And then true timber is good for like spring because it's really green. But I use that, and I don't have a lot of name brand. I have maybe two or three things of Under Armour. I wish I had some more stuff because it's really good quality stuff. And then most of my camouflage stuff comes from Walmart. Um, most people be, a lot of people kind of turn their nose up at, oh, you got your camouflage from Walmart. You know what? The deer doesn't know the difference. The deer's not going to be like, is that my or real tree? I can't quite tell. Then it's too late. So, just kind of whatever works for you. If you find a brand that you like, stick with it. But if you're a new hunter and you're new to hunting, go down to Walmart. Get you a $20 pair of pants and just keep rolling with it. Get you a, a lightweight jacket or a hoodie. And you really don't need a whole lot to start hunting. You just need the basics. Shoot, my daddy doesn't even wear camouflage pants most of the time. He wears blue jeans. So, I mean, a lot of people just don't even use camouflage most people throw on maybe like a camouflage shirt and that's it so that's how we hunt in the south kind of we just like all right let's go hunting i'm gonna throw on this camouflage shirt and we'll roll with roll with it so you just kind of find what works for you it's personal preference all the way around pretty much i personally prefer real tree i like real tree i've always kind of like real tree i've always Growing up watching the real tree hunting videos with Bill Jordan and, uh, oh, what's his name? David Blanton, Michael Waddell, T Bone. I grew up watching those when they were all with real tree. And it's just, that's what I've grown up knowing. And I kind of have a little bias towards them because they are based out of Georgia. So, yeah. Um, so that's camouflage, hats. We use whatever cheapest stuff we can find on clearance, kind of. Boots. I've had a pair of Marine Reject boots that we bought from, I think, Goodwill about seven years ago. And then things keep on chugging, and I wear them every hunting season. 
and they get the job done. And that's pretty much it for the clothing line. For backpacks, I use whatever I have. I've used a GoPro backpack, which is jet black. And then I've also used some of the field line stuff you can find at Walmart. That's what works for me. I don't have a whole lot of extra money I can go spend. So I use that kind of stuff. Alright, so we're moving to rifles. What kind of rifle do I use? I personally prefer my 243 over if there was any gun that I could pick, it would be my 243. I use a Remington Ball 788 that my granddaddy gave me probably 10 years ago, and that gun is a tack driver. I've killed more deer and hogs with that gun than I have any other gun combined. It's just a good quality rifle. It was made back in the 70s, so you really can't go wrong with it, because that's when Remington still had good quality control about them before they slacked off and they were bought out by Marlin or Marlin was, no Marlin was bought out by Remington so you can't go wrong with what I use I have a whole host of guns yes I have I have lever guns I have multiple bolt actions I have two 308s I have 243 I have uh, two the three Marlins I have a 3030, a 44 mag, and a 357 magnum. And I love all of them, but yet I always go to that 243 when I need to get the job done. Because I know it will handle anything I throw at it, especially here in the south. Now I did kind of break out of my comfort zone a little bit this year, this past year. I actually used my daddy's 3030 that he gave me. And I killed my first deer with a 3030 this year. And I was genuinely happy. Because I have never killed a deer with a 30-30. I've hunted with it for many years. It was one of the first guns I used when I started hunting. But nothing ever presented me the shot whenever I hunted with it. I finally got the chance to shoot an old doe. And I was extremely happy. It was about 125 yards shot. In the neck. Dropped it. So that's... Guns are kind of one of those things. Yes, I prefer my 243, but I use whatever works. For archery equipment, I've not had a whole lot of uh, variance when it comes to archery. I've shot PSE for one year. A guy let me borrow his PSE bow, and I loved it. It was a PSE Stinger. But then I kind of grew up and gave his bow back to him, and then I got my Bear Attitude, which I bought in 2014, and still have it in 2020. So six years later, I still have that same bow. I've killed a couple deer with it. I just, I'm not a huge archery hunter, but I do like to hunt with it. I've tried to get out and hunt, but I hunt a field, and it's hard to hunt a field when with archery. That's why I always go with a 243. It's flat shooting, and it gets the job done. Um, I have tried a little bit of pistol hunting. I had a 357 Magnum there for a little bit, but I ended up trading it for a Marlin 357, so that was a pretty good trade. That's just the personal equipment that I use for hunting. When it comes to game calls, I'm, I personally like Flex Tone. They have a pretty decent sound to them. I have, I forget which one, but it's a little bit larger one. It's got the little snort wheeze on top of it. And it does a very good job. It has a good sound. It has that deep sound that I'm looking for in a game call. For turkey calls i actually like woodhaven calls bass pro shop carries them and they have a really really good sound to them 
Uh, I don't do any duck hunting or geese hunting, so I don't have any experience with those calls. But those are my go-to flex tone, and I like Woodhaven calls. For, oh yeah, I forgot to cover shotguns while I was covering firearms. Shotguns, I've had a whole host of them. I started off with a little single shot New England break action, 20 gauge. I used that gun for a little bit, but then it, it shot high right, so it wasn't exactly accurate. So then my daddy made a deal with us, and it's like, if you could save up enough money to pay for half of a shotgun, we'll buy you buy the other half. So then I got the little New England Partner Pump Youth Model in 20 gauge, and I absolutely loved that gun. That was my squirrel two gun. That was my go-to squirrel gun. I used that thing hunting squirrels religiously. Uh, I got for either my birthday or Christmas an extended choke tube, so like extra full choke tube for that thing. And you could wage war on squirrels with that little thing. It was a little bit heavier, but it got the job done. I love that thing. After that, I wanted to get my first 12 gauge. It was an impulse buy. It was a, one of those New England single shots for 12 gauge. And I still have that thing today, but it's one of those I run whatever through it. It's not pretty, but it gets the job done. And I went to Remington 870. I used it for a little bit but it was one of the new Remington so it wasn't that great so I ended up selling that and then uh, a couple years ago I actually traded for a TriStar Viper in a 12 gauge it's a silver receiver and I'll tell you that shotgun has been probably one of the best uh, semi-automatic shotguns I've ever ran it kicks is the kick is minimal I can't tell you how many crows I've shot with that thing. I haven't taken to squirrel hunting yet because I haven't really had the opportunity to go squirrel hunting like I used to. But that thing is a beast. It handles two and three quarters and three inches all day long, and you don't know it. So that's where I'm at with a shotgun. I'm just using that TriStar Viper, and I can't complain with it. For tree stands, this is one of those things... For a climbing stand, I'm a Summit believer all day long. I switched to Summit. I don't know. I bought I bought my first Summit probably three years ago. It was for a Black Friday sale. Amazon had them for like 260 bucks. It was a Summit Goliath, and it's one of the biggest ones they make. And I can tell you that tree stand is absolutely amazing. I wouldn't want any other tree stand in the market to be honest with you for climbing tree stands for lean-tos it's whatever's on the tree pretty much i've hunted in homemade lean-tos uh, industrial made lean-tos it's just whatever's on the tree pretty much and whatever the wind's working i'm not a huge fan of lock-ons just because i'm a relatively big boy i'm 250 pounds i'm six three and a half there's not many lock-on stands that I'd really trust to support my big butt. So I kind of stray away from lock-on stands. So I prefer, if I have a tree that's climbable, I will throw my climber on that thing and run up at 20 feet. For box stands, we we personally use actually homemade box stands out of conduit. We've had these stands for 15 years now, and there's been a lot of deer killed out of them. 
we had some tarps made up for them specifically out of like conveyor belt material and i cannot complain when it comes to hunting out of those you just have to replace the wooden floor every now and then just because they're open face deer stands kind of on the top but that's what we use for box stands now i've used some let's see who who makes a doghouse trying to think who makes the doghouse I've used those little pop-up doghouse blinds before, and they're very decent blinds, and I can't complain about those. I'm just a straightforward person when it comes to, if you if it works, use it. It doesn't have to be top-of-the-line kind of a deal. Um, I, I do a little bit of filming when it comes to hunting. I use a Canon Vixa 800 for my camcorder. I also have a Canon EOS T6 when it comes to still photography. I can take some video on it, but it just doesn't have the capabilities that I need. I have a GoPro that I use. And I use one of Muddy Arms. It's their heavier duty arm. And I think it's rock solid for my GoPro. No, not GoPro, but my camcorder. That thing is good as gold. And they're not expensive. But they are a little bit heavier. They're not like your fourth aero carbon fiber stuff that you have out there, which is really expensive. And like I've said, I'm on a college budget. I cannot afford the big name brand stuff. But I make do with what I have. And if I can afford it, I might splurge a little bit here and there. I've splurged a little bit on some guns, but that's just what you do. It's just what it happens. But like for this podcast i don't splurge a whole lot for this because i'm just starting it and also i'm working on getting an engagement ring right now and engagement rings aren't cheap especially when you're a college student and they don't pay you a whole lot here at college for to work so that's just kind of a rundown of what i use here in a little bit we'll have fish on here just to kind of show you what he uses and he's just going to kind of talk about it and we'll go from there and see what happens Thanks for joining us on this episode of Part of the South Outdoors. Hopefully you'll come back and join us on the next episode.